Hello and welcome to your new favorite podcast, Books and Blunts. I'm your host, Shonda Boo. And today we're reading Total Eclipse of the Heart by New York Times bestselling author, Zane. Now we all know what a good Zane book do for the ladies, okay? It gets the juices going. And if men took time out and actually read it, and what some of them actually do, or have at least, they know what it does for them too. So, in case things get a little slippery, I do have the vibrated one standby. So let's just jump right on in. So the inside cover goes as it starts with Brooke Alexander. And it says that Brooke Alexander is a waitress who has self-esteem issues regarding her lackluster experience, whatever the fuck that even means, and her fluctuating weight. Okay, she's fat. That's what I took from it. Is in love with Patrick Sterling, one of the most prominent attorneys in Washington, D.C. Mm. So he's, she's an attorney. He's an attorney, she's a waitress, and she's in love with him. It didn't say he's in love with her. Ah. On his good days, Patrick is the man in every woman's dream. Ah, until they get to know him. On his bad days, Patrick's behavior is demeaning as he's very angry at the world. Damon Johnson, who's been married to Carly for four years, is one of the last good men, compassionate and honest. Mm. He worships the ground his wife walks on. Isn't that what we all want? But then when we get that, do we do we worship the ground they walk on? Fuck no. Oh no. That's crazy. And then it's it's vice versa. Okay. Back okay, okay, okay. But Carly treats Damon like a trophy husband, allowing her friends to salivate over him and disrespect their happy home. She'll deserve Damon. Point blank period. That's basically Damon has dreams beyond his six fig six figures. Mm. Six figure corporate job. And Carly views his life aspirations as a joke. Her selfish nature makes Damon wonder if he made the right decision when he asked for her hand in marriage. When a tragic event causes Brooke and Damon's life to intersect, truths unfold as they begin to ref- to reflect on their own relationships. In this provocative tale of love and heartbreak, Zane explores what happened when you cater to your emotional well-being and discover the meaning of unconditional love. Or rather, experience a total eclipse of the heart. Now, I'm no book guru. I haven't read a Zane book in at least 10 years. I really wasn't into reading a lot of erotic stuff. It was just, it wasn't my thing, you know. After a certain age, it's just like, okay, I get it. Zane can write a book and get your culture just as wet as as the baddest porn stars on, on Pornhub or XXX videos or OnlyFans, whatever your outlet is. Hell, mine is Twitter, to be honest. <laughs> but, yeah, I just... If I wanted to get if I wanted to, if I wanted to get my rocks off, I wouldn't open the book. I just that's just I got past that, you know. And I and when I first started reading Zane, I was a virgin. Yeah, I was a virgin, and Zane got my little thing juicy as a motherfucker, and I had a lot of things in my mind for what sex was going to be, and because I was a virgin. And I was so curious. That shit only got my my that only got me wetter and wetter and wetter because I didn't know what to expect. So I was li- literally like living vicariously through these characters that she created. So in in the books when she talk about when the characters talk about how they was playing with their stuff, that's how I started learning how to plan my stuff through characters. So. As I got older, I kind of just outgrew reading the Zane books, although I am a fan. I am a fan. I just outgrew reading. It's not. I never outgrew Zane. Let me say that. I was always a fan of Zane and how she put books together and how she would tell a story and her whole brand. I, I love that for her. You know, that's, we have a black woman, and whenever somebody says her name, and that's name, and if that's her alias, I I mean, or whatever they call it in in the book world, but that's not her that's not her real name. But whenever they say those names, that name, we're gonna automatically think 
sex, sucking dick, getting your ass ate, getting your pussy ate, feeling deep, feeling dick deep up in your in your spine. You you going that's what comes to your mind because she's painted the picture so well. And honestly, the the, the movie Addicted, because I remember reading the book Addicted when. I think I read Addicted twice. I fell in love with that book. I loved it. I loved that book. When the movie came out, me and two of my homegirls, maybe one, I know Br- I know Brittany was one of them. I'm trying to think if, if J- J- Tim went with us. I think Jatim might have went with us. I don't know. I don't remember if Jatim went. Anyways, when I went to go see Addicted, the movie, I forget that chick's name. Anyways, it was the the girl who plays Zoe. It was a, it was a cute movie. It's just it was certain parts I remember in the book that definitely should have been in the movie. Just the best parts of the book just was not there, and it was just it just pissed me off. But at the same time, there's no way we can display what the main what some of these characters were thinking. You can only read it, you know. It's it's just you can't show certain things. That everything has its strong points. And in twenty twenty, I would rather talk to you about. The, I would read the book and talk to you about the book addicted before the movie. Not to say that the movie was bad. It's just in every situation, it's the book is better than the movie, and that's going to always be there. It's gonna be. It's gonna always be that way. Nobody can. Nobody ever can ever convince me otherwise. If you know of a book or a movie, rather, if you know of a book, if you know of a movie that was better than the book, you holler at me. That's the challenge. You do. You do that for me. So we're gonna jump right into Tony Clips of the Heart. I'll be honest. I don't know what the hell. I don't know the difference between a solar eclipse, lunar eclipse, total eclipse. I don't I don't know. So let's just start with part one. It says solar eclipse. Solar eclipse, the obstruction of light of the sun by the interpre- interposition of the moon between it and the point on Earth. Brooke Alexander, July third, two thousand seven, Washington, DC. That's my ex boyfriend's birthday. Oh, that's it, baby. Yeah, that's the spot. Lick it low. No, lick it faster. No, lick it slower. Damn. Oh, shit. I'm coming, baby. Oh, damn. <laughs> she just snatched his soul. I glanced up at the expression on Patrick's face as he tried to recon- regain some of the some of his composure. Remnants of his semen were still trickling down my throat. Mm. Child. So she, so she just snatched it. So I can, so Zane came right out the gate with the with the sex thing. She came right out the gate with, oh damn baby, that's it, lick it slow, like damn. She ain't waste no time. She just told you what day we on, what city we in, and jump right into it. Boom, main character sucking dick. That's how we start. That's that's how we come to Zane. Zane said, hell yeah, bitch. That's how we come. Okay. I glanced up at the expression on, tra- on Patrick's face as he tried to re- regain some of his composure. Remnants of his semen were still trickling down my throat. In the beginning of our relationship, I would take his dick out of my mouth seconds before he came. He insisted that I swallow, even though I used to find the taste repulsive and had never done that for a man before him. At one time, Patrick was so special to me that I would have walked on hot coals for him. <laughs> now she can't stand him. So I did it. Now it's mechanical. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, boo. Let me tell you, the trick to swallowing somebody's nut, you have to take his penis and stick it as far back in the throat as possible. Because your taste buds is on on your tongue. And if the semen isn't on your tongue, you can't taste it. And you got to do it as quick as possible. 
You gotta do it as quick as possible. Like when you're on some lazy shit, when you're on some lazy shit, you can suck his dick real slow. And then when you feel like he finna come, suck it real fast. And you gotta take that dick and stuff it way back up. That way, you don't taste none of that nasty shit. Cause men be having some horrible diet sometimes. So the stuff that come come out tastes like shit. You know, what you you put shit in your body, that's exactly what's gonna come out. And when you're not, when I ain't even, that's not even just for men. It's for women too. When you're not eating right. It's going to come out in dandruff. It's going to come out in your breath. It's going to come out in, in, in bad skin, pimples and shit. It's going to come out in your pee-pee. It's going to come out in your cum. It's going to come out in your boo-boo. It's going to be, it's just going to be stank. It's going to be extra stank. And you'll know I'm telling the truth. Do a detox. But that's so off topic. What was I? Um... She says become it's mechanical now. So she done learn you gotta stick it way back though. That's basically what she mean. My best friend Destiny told me that men want women to swallow because it makes them feel powerful and special. It makes a man want it makes a man feel like a woman is somehow being submissive to him if she drinks from his fountain. Ugh. I feel like Destiny was being over dramatic. Men like it because the shit felt good, just like women like it when men go down on them. After all, when we when we come, they sop up they sop up all our juices. Still, I could I hadn't acquired a taste for semen. That was just the bottom fucking line. If you tell Patrick, well, she probably can't tell Patrick nothing. Patrick sound like he hard headed. She can tell him, hey, go on the cleanse, you know, whatever. She hadn't acquired a taste for it, but she got it now. She got it now. Like she said, it's mechanical, you know. Especially after you done been with somebody for so long, I can see how it just, just like he know how I taste. I know how he tastes. Whatever, whether you like it or not, this just what it is. It's just, this just what it is. Um, I'm trying to put this. What y'all roll up? What y'all roll y'all weed out of? How y'all roll y'all flowers? I, I like, I like gravel leaves. I love smoking out of gravel leaves. But I smoke out of papers mostly though. And I put the gravel leaves on the inside of it. That's how I roll my leaves. I mean, that's how I roll my, my flowers most times. I like smoking out of gravel leaves. I love smoking out of gravel leaves. That's the type I'm looking for, love. I love smoking out of gravel leaves, but I'm not really good at rolling them. I'm not really good at rolling them. And then the whole they dry out situation just how you gonna dry out? How you gonna dry out on me? I had you zipped up. You gonna dry out on me? You crazy? So I'm just gonna take a break from this book for a second and twist up this thing. I'm just gonna talk like. Patrick, the girl says she don't like doing it, but you know that's what men do. They talk women into doing shit. People always blame, go back to, and, and blame Eve, like Eve got the man to do this. Oh shit. Men convince women to do stuff all the time. Men convince women to do things all the time that they don't want to fucking do. I know that for a fact. I used to work at a prison. I worked at a men's prison, but. I know very well how women inmates operate and how a lot of them in there for a nigga. And that's how I'm saying that nigga ain't answering the phone for him, ain't writing the back. For some cases, in some cases, because that's the, he's that co-defendant and it's just not wise. And for other cases, the nigga just ain't fucking with him. Alright? You was basically my mule. You fell in love with me. So I made you my mule, made you my drug mule. That shit happens all the time. But luckily for Brooke, she's just talking about swallowing his cum. He got a whole lot of money. And I, I'm guessing, I, she used to, Zane used to turn powerful, I think, for, for one of them. I think it might have been for Damon, though. See, I like Brooke. Brooke went from Patrick with money, who was abusive, to Damon with money, who's possible, who who worships the ground his wife walks on, and hopefully if he had that same energy for her, Brooke, you got good luck. 
You good with men. The men who try to talk to me, they need to be trying to talk to a fuck to, to HR about an interview somewhere. I don't know why I'm like that. Why I ain't never been the type to attract these rich ass people? I don't have no rich friends, but I will one day, and I'm gonna be rich right along with them. And I'm claiming that. I manifest that every day of my life until it happens. Because you gotta set goals for yourself, you know. You gotta get, you gotta set goals. Like you don't just wake up with six figures. You don't. And there isn't no, there ain't, oh, ain't no such thing as a as a billion dollar tree where you can where you just drop. No, you actually gotta map out a plan. And that's one thing about me. I have to stick to the motherfucking plan. I I map out plans all the time for myself. All the time. And for whatever reason, I just do not stick to the motherfucking plan. I just do not know why. Things happen, and I wind up moving to a whole nother state, starting over, whole new job, new living arrangements. It's just, it's been a lot the last three years, you know, a lot of movement, a whole lot of movement, a whole lot of new jobs, and I've been thinking a lot about what it is that I want to do, you know, because... I'm not, I'm probably not going to meet my Patrick. And hopefully, I never do. Because I wind up having to really fuck Patrick up. But I would like my Damon. Why well, I don't have my Damon or Damon, whatever his name is in this book. Where he worships the ground Carly walks on. And Carly can give a fuck less about him. Like, why can't I be Carly? Why can't I be lucky like this Carly character and get the male who got all this money? He wor- he worships the ground I walk on. He fine, and all the money he got is legal, and he has so many connections I can imagine in Washington, in Washington fucking D.C. Man, why the fuck do I meet motherfucking Devonte? You know why do I get Devonte? Why I gotta get Devonte? In no shades, nobody named Devonte. I don't know nobody named Devonte. I was just using that ghetto ass name. Let me like this joint. Cause see I just got I just depressed myself. Carly, fuck you too. Okay? Carly and motherfucking um Patrick need to end up together. That's what a solo eclipse need to be. Carly and Patrick. Y'all deserve each other. Patrick, you treat Brooke like shit. Carly, you don't give a fuck less about Patrick and you know he deserves better than that. And and the mother two can they can just be, you know, happily ever after, I guess. And I hope he fucking the shit out of her like she deserves instead of her just having to drop throat all the time, you know? Cause she say all she do she rather drop throat than actually let him fuck on her. But you know, if I didn't really want to have sex with a man, but to keep him from talking shit like please, please, let me just speak the head in. Let me no, let me suck your dick until you come. And you know, and, and to make it, and, 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 to, and to, to really, really satisfy you, and really to really shut your fu- shut your, get you to shut the fuck up, I'm going to let you come in my mouth. And I'm just going to hope he, you satisfied that dick go limp and go on about your business. I can go on about mine. That's really where we at. I'm drinking the Pepsi. Don't judge me. Judge your mama. Somebody gave it to me. It's probably going to be a burp coming soon. But whatever. I'm home. And I'm safe. Yep. So I don't remember where the fuck I was at. Patrick was still shaking from 
Patrick was still shaking from... Patrick was still shaking and, wh- and whispering something that I had, that I couldn't quite make out as I got up from the bed and began my usual post-dick sucking routine. I always made a beeline for the bathroom to brush my teeth and gargle like my life depend on it. Your life does depend on it. Get that shit out your mouth. At first, Patrick was offended, but after I explained to him that I was making certain allowances to pleasure him, so he shouldn't give a rat's ass what I do after the fact, after the act is over, and reach and we reached a message terms. He get his hair regularly, and I got to wash my mouth out, which I think is a hygiene thing, not a a deal we make. It's just you know. <sighs> I think we had got to the point where she had. I'm just going to skip over to the part where it says, I barely recognized the woman staring back at me in the mirror. She had worry lines, she had worry lines in her eyes. There were numerous gray hairs, even though she yet turned 30 and she looked completely drained. I had to make a change somehow, some way. Brooke, what's taking you so long? Patrick asked, walking into the bathroom with his half limp dick in his hand. He walked he walked up behind me and he started slapping the head of it on my bare ass. You going to you going to wake Mac back up? He's ready for a good workout. Hi, if he sleep. And why the fuck is his name Magnum? Magnum? Patrick? Really? Ugh. Ugh. I clamped my eyes shut. I used to think it was cute that he called his dick Magnum. Patrick had an average sized dick at best. But you couldn't tell he wasn't hung like a mule. Yes you can. Patrick, you ain't hung like a mu- you ain't hung like a mule. That's how. He'd always say things like, You know you want this big dick. <laughs> tell daddy you want this big dick. And yeah, I'm going to fill you up with this big dick. Yeah, no you're not. No, you fucking fine. It's always them little dick niggas who got these big dick nigga mentalities. And it honestly, it gets on my nerves. I can't stand it. Patrick, I don't feel too good. I open my eyes and stand at his reflection behind me in the mirror. <coughs> <coughs> I, think, I think my period is coming. <coughs> <coughs> he don't believe her. <coughs> he don't believe her. Damn. Hmm. Bullshit. Your period ended less than 10 days ago, bitch. Whoa. He spewed that word bitch at me. A, a spittle of, a spittle flew out of his mouth and onto my shoulder. A spittle. <laughs> He backed away from me. Just remember, what you won't do, another hoe will. Well, look, bitch. Go find a hoe. Pay her whatever it is you feel like you need to pay her. And go on about your business while I collect my thoughts and decide how I murk you. Am I going to shoot him or stab him? Bitch. Bye. He stormed out, and for a few minutes after he left, I weighed my options. I could get dressed and leave. And go get your gun. <laughs> I could I could give it to him like I always did and go out there and spread my legs and be nauseous while he did his dirty deed. Nah. Or I could retrieve a butcher knife from the kitchen and bury it into his chest while he was sleeping. The final choice stood out the most. I feel that. When I finally emerged, Patrick had vanished. I hadn't heard the door open or close, so I assumed he was in the guest room or on the sofa. Either way, I believed that he wasn't in bed waiting to jump my bones. Because if he was in bed waiting to jump my bones, I bet you she'd have laid down and let him fuck on her. Whether she wanted it or not. I locked the bedroom door, propping the chair up underneath the handle for a good measure. 
I didn't think that Patrick would graduate to physical force, but I was no dressmaker's dummy nor blind to the possibilities. I wasn't cut out to slaughter someone, but the thoughts were, were constantly filling my head. I wasn't cut out to be someone's slave either, but I felt like one. The chair was placed there just for his protection is mine. And mine. If Patrick ever did haul off and hit me, one of us was going to the fucking boneyard, pure and simple. I fell asleep that night with tears streaming from my eyes. Girl, why? The next day, we were scheduled to attend 4th of July party at his parents' house. Where I'd have to pretend that everything was great, once again, like a fool. I'd always felt that putting on pretenses was unnecessary after a certain age. That's because they are. What you faking for? What you faking for? As children, we have no choice but to conform to the wishes of our parents. We perform to like we perf- we pretend to like school. I did. My folks knew I hated going to that shit, even if we hated it. We pretend to love church, even if we don't really feel like attending. But I really did love church. I just didn't always feel like going. <coughs> and and my folks knew that too. They ain't give a damn. I was still there. Ushering in the choir, youth ministries, all kind of crap. We pre- not crap. Father, the Lord of my heart. We pretend to enjoy food that we can't stand to uh, to appease our mothers. Pretend, pretend, pretend. pretend. Well, <coughs> I couldn't do it anymore. I adored Patrick. Some things about him, but a change was going to come, or I was going to have to leave. And that's. That concludes chapter one. I'm going to stop reading there. The next chapter starts the next day, 4th of July, at with Damon Johnson. But I'm going to stop there for now. And just, let's just, first of all, luckily, she said he's never hit her physically. But could you imagine if he was? She say what she'll do, but she won't. She won't. Cause it, for okay, they've been together for a year, and he already calling her a bitch without even thinking about it. He's fucking her, knowing him. She she don't really want to get fucked, cause you know, like she said, she normally does conform to him and just go lay down and let him do his dirty deed. So, he knowingly fucking that girl knowing she don't want to get fucked. And he, he basically already got her mind. Like, once the person's mind is gone, I swear to all, that's it. That's it. Everything else going to eventually follow. If she don't get out of that situation soon, soon that nigga can have her eating out a fucking bowl on the ground like, her, like his dog. It can eventually progress to that. And I don't think I'm being too dramatic when I say that. I don't I really know. That man can, if he already got her fucking what she don't want to fuck. <coughs> what else can you do? <coughs> you sitting up here feeling nauseous as you take that. And this not no, this not somebody off the street who raping you or something. This is your partner, your man. <coughs> Brooke, if you out there, Brooke, if you out there, and when I say that, I'm talking about anybody who this Brooke character is speaking to. If you feel like you're in Brooke's shoes, if you feel like you a bit close to Brooke, or you know a Brooke. Listen, if you letting the man fuck on you when you don't really want to get fucked, you giving up. You giving up one of your. You giving up yourself. Your body is your temple, and I think that we 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 take that lightly because it's three or four minutes of pleasure. We think it's nothing, but really we exposing ourselves. I really feel like sexual demons are a thing. Sexual demons are a thing. Um, and what's the, what's that what's that shit called? 
what's that shit called? When a, when a person leaves a, a piece of themselves with you every time you have sex with them. Ooh, excuse me. I told you the burst was coming. If I said that out loud, oh, I was thinking it, but I knew the burst was coming. So, excuse me. Um, We got to really cherish ourselves a little bit more, ladies. And I'm not talking to just you all. I'm talking to myself as well. You know, we can just lay down and let a man do what he's going to do. And yeah, it might feel good. But how do you really, really feel once it's over? Once he pull out, and hopefully he pull out on time. Because if not, you just expose yourself to a whole nother set of worms. You know, there's unwanted pregnancies. There's, there's, there's STDs. I remember one time, I was doing my thing with somebody, and I didn't get an STD, but um, what what was it? I had got VB, VD. What was it? It wasn't no damn BD. Vagin. VB? I done sat here and hit this blunt. What the fuck was it? It wasn't no damn B. I don't remember it was VD. It was something. Whatever it was, whatever it was, it made me itch. And it burned. So, I just knew he burnt me, burnt me. Like, this nigga just burnt me. And and I say that, and I don't mind saying that's what I thought happened to me. Because, for one, that's not what happened. And, for two, I don't think that we should stigmatize STDs. I don't think STDs should be stigmatized. Because, I'll be honest, they're normal. When you're talking about, when you're talking about going around and people be fucking this, and condoms are talked about. But, I know people. I know people who do things. I do things. I know people who talk about people who do things. I can count on my hand, living in Miami, how many times I've seen somebody go in the store buy a condom. And that's crazy. And these and, and STDs are so normal within the community. It's just taboo. People don't talk about it. People don't talk about it. Because people think it's so bad to have, but when you treat them, then it's not, they're not all a death sentence. Even HIV is not a death sentence. When you treat this stuff, things can be, things can go a lot better for you and your loved ones. When you go untreated is when syphilis goes to turning into being blind and, and then you, now you can't have babies and all this, all this craziness. What you need to do. Is if you have it, let your spouse know what you got going on. Don't be shy. You trust them enough to lay that fuck on them. You may as well let them. They they owe you that, and you owe them that. Hey, this is what I had going on at some point, or you know, just people got to stop being so shy about that type of stuff. That's all. I'm not saying make a Facebook post. Hey, I tested positive for HIV today. No, you do not have to do that. But I do think when you get in to know somebody and you get in close and then you get into a point where, hey, I'm finna dive in. Unless wearing a condom is something you know for a fact you're about to do and they and they know you about the condom is gonna definitely happen. If somebody's expecting raw pain And I don't care if it's man or man, woman or woman. We got to do better with having protected sex. We got to do better with that. If we can find the money to buy weed, buy rap, ice cream, Invest, invest in books. We can put a, we can put some money to the side to put to put it to put into protecting ourselves. We really can. And think about it. You fuck around and 
go from having no children to now you got to take care of a baby and who knows what the baby's mother or baby's father going to be like. Who knows what you what type of parent your child will have. And are you ready to be a certain type of parent? You know? Is that something you really ready for? It's a big step. And that they can be avoided by just putting on the fucking condom. And if you're so used to having raw sex, wearing the condom is is something y'all know you're probably not gonna want to start doing, especially when you're in a relationship with somebody. And if you're in, and if you're in a if you're in a relationship with somebody, chime in. Let me know. Yeah, well, look, this is how I feel. Me and my old man been together for this many, for this many years, and woo, 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 whatever the case may be. Shit. What about if somebody stepped out on somebody? Okay, so you and your old man been together for six years. Y'all going somewhere? Y'all go to the doctor? Y'all pissing in that cup? Y'all still pissing in that cup, right? Getting tested. It makes sure everybody okay. Make sure we straight. Because we still taking one person's body and putting it inside of another person's body. So whatever was fucked up with that person could possibly be transmitted to be to fuck up what I got going on. So I don't ever ever want you to to slip and think that this shit sweet. All people talk about in 2020 is Corona, 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 Corona. And they got to stick the shit up my nose and it's going to hurt. They got to test me. And nah, you still got to give up a little bit of piss. Okay? You still need to get up that, give up that arm and give these folks some of that blood so we can see what's really going on. You know? It's a lot of things out there that that people don't talk about. Like, like trick, trickonomics, or trickonomics, or trickonomics, or who, whatever the fuck it's called. I know they call it trick, but it's not spelled trick like trick daddy. It's tri- spelled. It's a it's an H in the in the in the C T R I C H trick something like that. I know that's the STD that is although. It's very much common in younger folks. Not once you get my age, it ain't even common in our age no more. But that's not to say that it cannot happen. It's just more common than younger people because they they're more prone to having a whole lot of unprotected sex and being messy, being you know promiscuous. They're a little bit more risque, but that was the last time I stu- when was the last time I studied those facts. When I was that age. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. But. Those type of ST, the Trick is one of those type of STDs. That's, and I remember. Because. It was. It's, it's, it's called trick. And it's tricky. A man won't have no. Won't too often have no. No symptoms for it. And sometimes he can he can test negative for it, but that would mean he can't pass it to another woman. So you can pass he can pass it from woman to woman, and he won't have the effects. But these women suffering, and they probably won't even feel it either. But they'll feel it before he will. Eating their ass up on the inside, so that's why we gotta normalize getting these checkups. Like Doctor Mustafin said, time for a checkup. Y'all hoes ain't feel that. I felt that. I felt that. Let these let these folks know what's you know what I'm saying? What you got going on before you go jumping in the bed with them. You owe them that. You owe them that. And a lot of these STDs that's being spread, folks gotta take accountability. And that's just the bottom line, I think. People need to start taking accountability. Like, yes, I gave such and such this and I gave that person that. And you need to you need to be a fucking shame to yourself. Everybody ain't just catching this shit. It's people out here doing the spreading and if you one of the spreaders, you need to stop it. 
And now that you done caught it, don't have that mentality now that I got it. Everybody else got to die with me. I got it, so now I'm getting you. I called it, now you got to have it. Don't be like that. It's people with that mentality out there. Do not be that character. God ain't going to bless you. God ain't going to bless you. Because it don't matter what them doctors tell you, I truly believe wholeheartedly that God has to last say so. I do. And God ain't going to bless no mess. That's what I can tell you. For sure, for sure. The good Lord ain't going to bless no mess. You pray to the same God they pray to. Maybe. We don't know. It's 2020. Like when I smoke out of raw papers. <clears throat> I like to not the green pack or the gravel leaves, but I don't really know how to <coughs> roll like them. I'm learning though. I'm learning. I've been practicing. I've been practicing. <coughs> what I think I want to do, but see, I'm all about saving money a little bit. I'm more into the saving money type of thing. So, I like buying the the smaller packs of the gravel leaf because they they won't they don't they less likely to be stale when you buy them. When you buy the big pack, they go stale on you. If they're not stale when you buy them, they go stale kind of quickly. So that's why I'm just like, oh, I really want to learn how to roll out them though. But if anybody have any suggestions, be my guest. Chime in. Let me know. Let me know. What do I? What's what? What y'all think I need to roll out of? Cause like y'all hear me coughing. Like I roll out of papers. Cause that's not. That's what I roll best out of. I'm not doing the Dutch thing. Those days is over, honey. I am not rolling up out no Dutch. I used to hate me a great Dutch. Good Lord have mercy. Ugh. I couldn't stand no great Dutch. But I'm finna get up out of here. Um I'm high and it's raining. So I need to get dressed and get dressed accordingly. I'm getting ready to go to Vegas, y'all. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm going with my mom, my cousin Monica. Shout out to her. She's um turning a certain age. So we celebrating her birthday in LA. Well mommy and I will be in Vegas along with my homegirl Star. Shout out to Star. So and then we're gonna, you know, travel over to Vegas. Travel over to LA. You know, hopefully I well you know Walk where the stars walk. Walk at you know. I want to see the little. What's the little? The little what? What they got in the ground? They feet. They what they got? The feet print. They handprint. A star. Whatever the fuck all the stars got over there in the ground. I want to go see the shit and take me some fat ass pictures. I'm going to get my hair done tomorrow. So. Um. It's it's about to be lit. It's about to be real lit. It's a girl's trip. I don't know how this is going to work with the airplane in, in, in lieu of, you know, COVID-19 guidelines. I'm hoping that we don't have a one of those, you know, three-seaters on the plane because I'll just be freaked out at that point. Hopefully they got it well. There's a seat in between everybody unless it's somebody who you're traveling with. And that's what that was my understanding according to my mother. And I'm one of those people who who truly believes in some cases if my mama said then that's law. Period. My mama said riding with the light on in the car is against the law, then that's the it's against the law. Is it true or not? I don't know. My mama said it's illegal. Damn it, it's illegal. <laughs> um, but anyway, so my mom said they can't, they traveling with, with social distancing. So I'm hoping that's the case. Because I really, 
I I don't I I didn't like traveling like that before COVID. So post COVID, I don't know if I would even want to travel like that. Could you imagine getting on the airplane tight like that? No social distancing on the airplane? No, they got to have it separated. I just don't see it being no other way. Period. They can't do that. I don't even want to get myself worked up. Because all I can sit here and think about is, what if I'm sitting next to two other fat people and we sitting stuffed up on this goddamn plane for six hours? Oh, my God. Please, Delta, don't do me. Don't do me like that, Delta. I mean, I ain't pay a lot of money. It was cheap. I can't even say it's expensive flight. But still, what does that matter? I don't want to be squished. No, no. Please. But I'm trying to think, what color should I get my nails? I'm leaning towards maybe a blue. I'm thinking about a blue. But we're going into fall. So, should I do... I should do like a burnt, or, a burnt orange. Or a peach. Ugh. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm kind of feeling burnt orange, though. Or olive green. Olive green, burnt orange... A deep yellow. I've never had that color. I've never had either one of those colors though. So shit. I don't know. What color are your nails? If y'all got your nails did, let me know what color your nails are. Let me you know because I'm going on vacay. And I'm going on the west coast. So I don't know. I don't I don't like com I don't like commitment. So that's the one thing. I don't wanna commit to one color for the next two to three weeks, maybe four. I don't want to commit, you know? And that's why once I start getting my nails done, I keep them done. I keep them done. I got, out of, I got out of the habit of keeping my nails done because of the type of work I do now. But hopefully, God willing, I'm coming up out of this job and going into a whole new season, a whole new type of, a whole new career, a whole new career where it won't matter how my nails are done. It's just the setting I'm in now. I use my hands. Let's just say that. <laughs> so. It's just the. That's just me. The commit Again the commitment thing. I can't commit. On a job. <laughs> I can't commit. To a nail color. Damn sure can't commit to no man. But I don't think that's my fault, though, with the man situation. Because ain't that one of them committed to me either. So, except one. And fuck no. Like Brooke. I'm like, Brooke, nah. It's not, I ain't getting nauseous having sex with him. Shit. It wasn't, that, that wasn't my fault. So, commitment just hasn't been my strong point. I wouldn't say it's my strongest point. Mm-mm. Nah. But I, I can say that I do want to I do want to have the family unit though I do the traditional family unit unit but at the same time I ain't never seen commitment firsthand done successfully I mean I've seen it in my grandparents but. From what I hear, same thing with my auntie, my with my aunt and my uncle, Uncle Earl and Aunt A lot of these older couples, ask them about these stories when they was young. Good Lord have mercy. Sometimes my grandma told, tell me something. Sometimes I hear a story about my granddaddy back in the day. I'd be like, Oh hell no! You stay with him after that? Come on, you did what? time my grandmama told me she packed him a bag and put it in his trunk for when he go to this woman's house he represent her 
You ain't finna go nowhere smelling steak. When you get off work, you got some clean clothes to put on. You ain't finna go nowhere steak. When you go see her. Cause she was so hell bent on leaving him. Never happened. That was the other 42 years. 42 years, I think, before my grandfather passed away. But that was in the early end of the relationship. I don't know. And I'm sure my grandfather had other problems. And I'm no and I know my grandma won't perfect. I know my grandma won't perfect, so she was perfect to me. There was nobody that could even come close to her in my eyes. But I know she was a woman, you know, so she she was a person, a, a regular person to some people. To me she was just an angel. But I know to maybe other people Oh no, I can't even say that because my grandmother, her name was Evora. I think there was like three people who named their kids after her. While she was alive. While she was alive. That says that says a lot. That says a lot about a person if you ask me. That says a lot about a person if you ask me. And I love my girl. I love my grandmother so much and I want her to rest in peace. I hope I don't know if she's watching over me or not. I don't know if she's resting peacefully. I don't know if she's having a good time in heaven and they just don't know nothing about us because them knowing about us will actually sadden them. And that's just not allowed in heaven. I don't know how the whole thing works. Some people say that the dead are resting, waiting to be waiting to be resurrected by God when when he, when Jesus comes back with fire. I don't know. <laughs> I don't freaking know exactly what happens. What's what's going on? I think I'm going to put it on my do, to-do list to find out though. <laughs> I'm rambling. Okay, y'all have a very nice day. I love you all for watching. If you if you listen this close or this long, I fuck with you. I love you already. Um, enjoy the rest of your week. Catch up on the book again. It's Total Eclipse of the Heart by Zane. If you want to check it out, order it. Look it up. It's it's a it's the Amazon thing where you might be able to read it for free or at least some of it or at least read it for free for a, for a certain amount of time. So look into it.